This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 26. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello, welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. Today is a jam-packed episode. It's slightly longer than usual and we've got lots and lots of ideas, things for you to try out in this episode. I recommend that you go to the show notes, which will be at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 26. I'm going to list out everything there so you don't have to worry about forgetting anything. There's a lot in here. It's all about how to develop a good accent. Let's get straight into the question. Hi, Oli. It's Firdos from Morocco. I speak Arabic and French fluently and I learn English. My question is about how to have a good accent in English, especially British and American ones. And the important question is how long that usually takes. It's important for me to know that because I needed many years of practice to have a French accent. In my case, I don't know. Should I wait a long time to get the American accent as well? What if I want to have it quickly, in a few months, instead many years? Do you think my motivation can help me to achieve my goals? Thanks. Okay, Fadus, thank you very much for your question. It's a great question. Accent is a big deal, isn't it? Because it it cuts to the core of what your personality is in a foreign language. You know, if you... Uh, it's your heart and soul, you know, when you open your mouth to speak another language, what comes out, the way it sounds, whether it sounds native-like or not, or whether you have a, a foreign accent or not, is a, is a big deal for people. I find that off, I very often hear from people learning English, especially, but also in other languages, but especially in English, who who really, really want to have a, a good accent, you know, a British accent or American accent, for example. And it's, you know, it's, I won't lie to you, it's really, really hard. Now, your question for this was, how can I get a good accent quickly? You know, can I do it in a few months? Well, you, you know, you absolutely can. But I think it's really important in when it comes to accent not to try to take any shortcuts because there are things you can do, but accent especially does take time. And in this, in my answer today, I'm going to go over why that's the case, why it does take time. So I, I would encourage you, first of all, not to get frustrated if you can't get a perfect American accent right away. It will take time. So let's talk about, first of all, why accent matters. When someone, when you speak to someone or when when you hear someone speaking in, in your language, you make up, you, have, you judge them in some way within a couple of seconds. I, I've seen estimates before, but it's something like within three seconds of them opening their mouth, you have a, you, you have a form a first impression of someone, right? Well, it's exactly the same with accent. And so this is why I think people get often quite nervous about accent because it, they want to give a really good first impression and they're often very acutely aware that when they speak in another language, the accent is going to give away a lot about them. Now, if your accent is not effective, if it's difficult to understand, these are the things that happen. First of all, people will, rightly or wrongly, think very quickly that you have a poor grasp of the language. And that's not necessarily the case. You could speak very, very well, but not have a great accent. But people will judge you on that basis. If your accent's not clear, you will you, you force the listener to strain to understand what you're saying, and that it doesn't help communication. Often the, the message, what you want to say, can be misunderstood. And you can also, you know, on a, on a kind of 
uh, more um, I'm not sure what the word is really, but it can make you, for lack of a better expression, it make it can make you appear foreign. Okay, which is, if you're living in a foreign country and you want to blend in, you know that can that can be that can have a lots of effects. It can raise cultural barriers. It can make you feel um, uncomfortable. So if you there there are implications of not having a good accent, but the main thing I want to say here is that the main purpose of, of developing a good accent is not it's not about sounding good it's not about sounding like a native speaker it's not about you know passing for a native that's not the point of a good accent you can have a you can be perfectly understood and live a completely normal life and integrate in any possible way that you like without having a native like accent and you can see that there's plenty of examples of people who live in all different kinds of cultures, they still have an accent, and yet they can, you know, have a perfectly normal life. So it's not the case that you need to have a perfect British or American accent in order to, for your, in in order for your English to be, to be great. It's very important to say that, and no, 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 nowhere else is it more the case than in London, you know, where I am at the moment, where almost sometimes almost everybody you come across in the street or in shops or wherever are not from here and they have an accent of some kind but that does not affect at all the way I communicate with them and on a daily basis I come across people who don't have a native English accent and yet I have a perfectly normal relationship with them and and, and you know so accent is not the be all and end all now that said how can you go about actually improving your accent okay so there are two important things to understand about accent, okay? And we can look at accent from a kind of overall holistic level, or we can look at the nuts and bolts. Now, the first, let's talk about the nuts and bolts first of all. And these are what we call phonemes, okay? Phonemes are the individual sounds that make up the words themselves, okay? And it's very, very important to get these right because you can't pronounce a word correctly unless you can pronounce the phonemes. So if you if you want to have a kind of dedicated attempt to improve your accent in a language, the first thing you need to do is make sure that you can correctly pronounce all of the phonemes in the language. And I, you know, I don't have time to go into what those are in English, but there's, there's plenty online about different phonemes. Uh, there's the phonetic alphabet, which can be very helpful if... If you, if you are kind of, if that's something you want to get into, it's not, it's absolutely not necessary. But if you want to examine your accent, then you can definitely start with the, with the phonemic chart. I'll put a link to that in the show notes, which will be at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 26. So the nuts and bolts, how you form the sounds of the language, that's phonemes. The other side of the spectrum is the, is what's known as prosody. Again, prosody is the overall sound of your speech when you talk. This is like the melody of the language. It's the patterns of stress and intonation when you speak. And this is much more about how you can start to become more like a native speaker. It's do you does the sound of your voice feel natural? Does your voice go up and down in 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 appropriate places? Uh, do you put the stress in the right part of the word? Things like that. Now, you, it's important to make this distinction between phonemes and prosody because you might decide to work on one or the other if you're going to have a dedicated go at 
uh, you know, improving your accent. But in general, as you're starting to learn a language, the first thing you're going to tackle is the phonemes. Can you make the sounds of the language, the basic sounds of the language? And then as you get better, you're going to then to, uh, tackle the prosody, which is how natural can you sound? Okay. Now, I'm going to give you a few tips for what you can actually do to improve your English accent. I think the, the, the most important thing to realize here is that accent is not something that you can just work on on your own at home. All right. Now, you may be able to take lessons and you may be able to learn how to pronounce the phonemes correctly, for example. You may be able to do lots of exercises or drills. But in the bigger picture, developing an, a native-like accent is something that happens when you spend large amounts of time with people, when you spend a long time integrating, not necessarily integrating, if you spend a long time within a community of people. Because accent is not, it's not just about, you know, coming across as a native speaker is not just about your accent. It's lots of things. It's how, you, it's your body language when you, when you meet someone. It's, it's, it's eye contact. It's the, it's the way that you react to people in conversation, in discourse. It's lots of different things. So to become like a native speaker, it's not something that you can, you know, quote unquote, study by yourself. You really have to spend extended amounts of time surrounded by native speakers. And, you know, for many people, that won't be possible. It won't be a very easy, easy thing, at least, to do if they don't live in a in a place where they they are surrounded by the people. And but you know, I've got to be honest. This is the reality. If you if you're learning um, if you're learning English and you want to really sound like a native speaker, you're going to have to spend large amounts of time with English people, one way or another. So, I wanted to say that because. I don't want people to be sitting at home with textbooks and CDs trying to improve their accent and thinking that that's going to make them into a native speaker because it's not. So here are the here are some specific steps you can take to improve your accent. First of all, when you are starting to learn a language, you it's really important to tackle pronunciation right away. So you must be working with a native speaker to correct your pronunciation, to tell you when you're pronouncing things correctly or not. Number two, it's very important for you to observe native speakers in action. Okay, so you can do this with TV and movies, for example. You can, it's a great place to watch native speakers. You need to look at how their voices, what happens to their voice in different situations. Okay, so in key social moments, for example, what happens to their voice? When they introduce someone to a friend, what happens to their voice? Watch what just feel the melody and the direction of their voice and how it changes in different situations okay you need to spend a lot of time doing that because it's first of all it's by watching native speakers that you're going to have something then to to debase your own uh, english on once you've observed them the next stage is to imitate okay so if you notice that um, the native speakers in a tv drama that you're watching for example um, keep saying the same thing over and over or have certain ways of speaking, then imitate it. Imitation is incredibly powerful and you can it can get you a, it can get you a long way. Try to copy exactly what they say, not just the words but the the intonation, what happens with their voice where it goes up and down. You try to get into that character and be like that person. The next thing is to copy body language. And this is one of the other reasons that it's so important not to just be working on your accent in with a textbook, because it's it's as much, if you have a perfect accent, but your body language is all culturally 
inappropriate, that is going to cause you problems. I mean, I, I remember, you know, for me, when I was in Japan, I would, uh, right until the very end, when I left Japan, I would still often, my body language would give me away. I spoke very good Japanese by the end, but often I would do things like I would, I would kind of walk up to someone and face, you know, face them directly and look them in the eyes and that's something that makes Japanese people feel uncomfortable often so I you know I had to really work on my body language to take that that step from speaking really good Japanese to being very integrated and being very kind of native like so don't think about the language by itself and the accent by itself copy your body language as well songs are a fantastic way to focus on pronunciation and accent because when you listen to songs Singers articulate very clearly the individual sounds and the words of a language. Okay, so learning songs is a fantastic thing to do. Uh, it, it, it can be songs can vary. It, there isn't a direct correlation necessarily between between accent and songs because when people sing songs in English, at least the accent goes all weird and it's, it's not. You can't often can't tell whether someone's American or English or Australian by the way that they're singing. But it it does help you with the phonemes, okay, with the individual sounds of the language to get those right. The next thing you can do is to write something that I really love to do, which is to, to develop mini speeches or monologues. You can write, prepare something that you want to say. You can. Make sure that the the it, it, it's the, the language is accurate, that you've corrected the grammar and vocabulary. And the reason that's good is because when you've learnt, when you go away and memorise that, the word, the vocabulary and the grammar are no longer a problem, and that means that you can focus on the pronunciation. All right. So if you learn a little one or two minute speech, for example, make sure you, you know, memorise it. And then you can practice the delivery of that. So you can practice, uh, you know, you can get a recording of a native speaker doing it and you can you can try and make it sound just like them. And you're free to focus on the pronunciation because you've already taken care of the actual words in the speech. So that's a really great thing to do as well. Make sure that you're also listening to lots of audio. OK, so find uh, if you've got a textbook with lots of dialogues in it, for example, listen to those all the time. If you're driving around or on the train, you can listen to those dialogues. Again, copy them, imitate everything, pay close attention to the melody of the language. It's also very important for accent and pronunciation not to just work with single words. Lots of people often try to memorize single words and single pieces of vocabulary. But, you know, when we speak another language, we are speaking in full sentences. So it's very important when you're practicing your your English to not just practice single words, practice full sentences and copy the intonation over the entire sentence. You should also copy the emotion. So if the person is feeling sad or unhappy, you know, try to embody that and try to take on that, that emotion. When you're speaking with someone, try to pay attention not only to what you're saying, but the effect on the other person. So if you say something in a certain way and the other person looks confused or maybe they smile or they, or they look or they respond in a good way, this is all really, really really good feedback and information for you to, you know, judge how your how your your language is working, whether your um your your pronunciation is having a good effect or a bad effect. I mean it's a, it's a small thing this, but it, it the point is not just to focus on you, but to focus on the effect on the other person as well. And the last thing is that 
I suggest that you record yourself and listen back as much as possible. Okay. What's really great to do is if you're having a conversation with a native English speaker, you can record that conversation, right? Not just you speaking on your own, record the conversation. And then what you can do is listen back and just compare the what the, the different ways that you're talking. How is the other person talking compared to compared to you to you? That can can be uncomfortable, but it can give you a very, very clear idea of the differences between how you're currently speaking and how you would eventually like to speak. Okay, wow, that's been a bit of a marathon. I've given you lots and lots of ideas. So, you know, just take one of those things. Okay, take one of the ideas I've just given you and go away and practice that for a couple of weeks. Hopefully that will work. It is a long, a long road to developing a good accent. The one thing I want to leave you with is this, that ultimately developing a good accent is not the way, it's not the means to communication. Developing a good accent is the result of communication. Okay, so what I mean is you develop a good accent from spending a lot of time speaking, a lot of time communicating, and you learn about your accent as a result of that. So Ferdus, thank you very much for your question. I hope that was helpful. For everyone listening, I've got a bit of homework for you. Okay, there's lots of, it's very easy, isn't it, to listen to a podcast and to, you know, get all these ideas but never do anything. I'd like you to try out one of the things from this episode today. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Go over to the show notes, which will be at IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash episode 26. And I want you to pick one thing from the list of ideas to improve your accents. Okay, I want to pick, I want you to pick one thing and I want you to try it out for a week and see how it goes, see what effect it has on your accent. And then what you can do is maybe a week later, you can come back and in the comments of this episode, you can let me know how it goes. What do you think? Is that something you would, you'd be able to do? It's, I think it's really important to try new things out from time to time. So hopefully there are a few ideas that will be helpful for you. And also what would be really great is if when you're on that page with the show notes, Use the links on the sidebar to share this post with someone else that you know. You could maybe on Facebook or Twitter or whatever other form of social media you use. Let someone else know about this episode. Maybe it would help them as well. It really helps me to get the word out, to reach new people, a bigger audience for the podcast. So thank you so much. I'll see you on the show notes and I'll see you in the next episode of the I Will Teach You a Language podcast.